you know, Mikey, do you like this lipstick? Because yeah, this is like, I, you know what? And this is why I don't give this bitch my money, but it's a new Kylie one and it was on sale. So I bought it, but yeah. I don't know if I love it. I mean, I don't know if, if I can t- be a good judge since I'm not there in person, but it looks like a, a nice nude, a, a nice mica. Okay, sorry about Micah, that. did you just get up with no pants on? Yeah, I put but, the hat over my genitals. Yeah. yeah. Like a gentleman. See, I was too busy looking at my lipstick to be looking at Micah's And I was looking at Micah's lipstick. One, two, three, four. I was wondering. That was weird. I was like, uh, just I don't like, want to get canceled. Never mind. Up. Have you I listened mean, to my fucking show? No. You have to stop oh, caring. Oh, oh, speaking of, speaking of, I would like a retraction and a special moment and your apology corner on your next episode because Slasher's podcasts are not racist. Mr. I never Rose. said you were. So you. No, you've said multiple times that we are. However, and that episode in Not particular, you were implying that we were. Well, I mean, I just call it like I sees it. I, you know, it's like you guys try covering up your racism by having a Puerto Rican and uh, and a homosexual on the show, but no, 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 we 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 see underneath those layers. That's <laughs> what covers up y'all's racism just for having two white dudes on the show. Oh no, we're racist as fuck. Two Perfect. straight white yeah. men. <laughs> With nothing better to talk about. Yeah, between the ages of 30 and 50. That's No, you listen to us. Uh. (laughs) We got a lot to say. Oh, that's so cute. Anywho, this is Slashers, your new favorite home for your favorite horror media. My name is Mikey, and with me, as always, is my beautiful boo-boo, Adrian, and our um, guest (laughs) of honor, uh, Micah. Yeah, that's me. And, uh, you know, I, I the other day I was like, you know what? I really fucking love the squirrel nut zippers because I'm like, holy shit. These guys were ahead of their time. They had that song hell because I'm in my my Halloween playlist. I got a Halloween playlist. It's the spooky season. You know, hey, you know what I'm talking about? You're a basic bitch. So like uh, but then somebody was like, you don't actually like the squirrel nut zippers. And I'm like, no, I fucking love them. They're like, name one more song other than hell. And this is a conversation I had with my imaginary friend, Goro. And I'm not talking about the one from Mortal Kombat. This one has four dicks instead of four arms. And he had a good point. I couldn't name any other song than the song Hell. But I love the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Hey, I'm Micah. How you guys doing? Would you say your friend Goro had four good points? <laughs> mm. Anyways, speaking of basic bitch, hey, tell uh, us about uh, your uh, shirt uh, today. And I... Uh... <laughs> I'm Aid. I am not a basic bitch. Okay. Sure. I am very sure. Just, just keep it up, sir. Keep it up. Oh, no, keep it up. Keep your shit up. I so, am not wearing clothes. We are aware, which is why <laughs> Mikey keeps tripping over his words. Um, <laughs> That's not my words. I'm tripping over, darling. Mike, before we started recording, Mikey kept telling me like to go to the other room and grab like more whiskey and stuff. And like, I'm on to him. Well, I don't want to get sued for copyright for that whiskey brand. So I need you to move some stuff around the back. Yeah, also, also pick up that that toy you have on the floor back there. Go yeah, that one. Pencil. Hey, wait a minute. Go, go do the bend and snap. <laughs> oh, you'd like lame. that, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, she uh, would. AIDS a, AIDS a pegger. That's how we call her Peggy. Uh, yeah. Pegasaurus Rex over here. <laughs> oh, my God. That's okay. Ma told me that she listens for a couple of minutes. She thinks it's cute. And then she turns it off. So that's probably for the best. That's for I'm the like, best. Okay, Ma, thanks. <laughs> she just yeah. puts in the hours for our, our statistics and then turns it off. Yeah, she she downloads it. <laughs> she downloads it. And then she just like, you know, never listens. Anyways. Uh, so yes, I am aid. And no, I'm not a basic bitch. But I am wearing my 2007 shirt from when I was a basic bitch back in college. And it's my cute little off the shoulder bench sevenfold shirt. 
got the you know, shiny foil on it with the shiny foil in my boob and you know all that fuzz well i actually found it because it was in like a thing under the bed and uh my cat ripped it open so i had to like fold up all of the clothes that i was going to donate never did uh -huh. and this was among it i just wish i would have known this sooner i would have worn my affliction shirt circa 2009 but that's okay and whatever i'm just not wearing anything um but I uh, I just want to say that you are totally down with the sickness over there. That's what they do, right? They do. That's Avenged Sevenfold. They do the ooh, ah, ah, ah. No, that's Micah? system of a down. Micah, I don't know. I guess you don't know me very well. <laughs> but one of the few things that you don't fuck with with me is Avenged Sevenfold. And that literally. Oh, that's right. His name's uh, Robbie, the lead, lead singer, Robbie Gates. And uh, Sins McFlanagan on drums. Those guys are all right. They do that I-E, I-E, I-E. Mikey. I was just going to ask, have you seen anything new? Have you done anything? Heard anything? Horror community, whatever. Give us the tea. Abe? Thank you for letting me go first. Uh, no, I haven't so seen So anyways, I started watching <laughs> the new uh, Dahmer series on... No, go ahead, Abe. I... You know what? That's going to be one of those things when i meet you i literally i'm just gonna just rack him uh, right in the set exactly exactly it'll be like the first thing i do like well, oh then, hey let no me, hug uh, hello just a you let know, me, uh, change nice little love tap for you for a second let me just go from that to oh no all right okay so mikey no i haven't seen anything but i oh god no i hate it mikey before rock I of love anything, over here i know i think that I was going to say Brett Scallions, but isn't that fuel? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just hate. I love that song, Hemorrhage. Oh, my God. Anyway, so. What the fuck was that? That was my dog's fight. It was my dog's fight. I'm like, is the wall going to come and, like, interrupt us? <laughs> okay, but, Mikey, I know that you saw Barbarian, and I'm actually really excited about it. And so please tell me how amazing it was. Okay, it was good. so good. It's one of those movies, like, don't look up anything. If you saw the first trailer, just keep it at that. Um, but yeah, like, go in. I've been pretty impressed. No one has, like, said anything about it. It's not like some sort of, you know, M. Night Shyamalan twist, but it's just fun going in not knowing what it's actually about. Um, it's so good. It's one of the best one of the best times I've had in a theater in a long time. And the only thing oh, I'll shit. say is it reminds me of one of my favorite full moon movies. So I'm excited for whoever's seen it to message me and be like, are you talking about this one? Because well, no, um, no, no, say it. Which one? No, because it's going to give away too much. I'll tell you in private. Is it head of the family? No, mm. <laughs> I'm out. Um. <laughs> it's it's creepazoid. Ugh, like um, I uh, just have a nice side. Uh, Actually. <laughs> I've seen a movie with Linnea Quigley taking a shower the whole time. I will say it and I'll bleep Thank it you. out because Aid almost said it. It's Kathy. Hmm. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Me too. <laughs> so I've been reading this book called The Little Woods. I support independent artists, but I'm not really into it. I want to start my YouTube booktube series back up. So I'll probably be talking about that for a little while on YouTube. Oh, yeah. You're going to call it of Mice and Mikey, right? Mm -hmm. something similar because i'm going for the same type of theme and era you know for the show itself um <laughs> but no so anyways micah ha micah yes governor have you seen anything heard anything i know you don't read so we'll skip that check that uh, yeah fuck reading uh, yeah. i checked out uh episode one of Dahmer. i absolutely love it i haven't had a chance to really follow up on it i uh i follow a, a lot of the serial killers Dahmer is one of the most intriguing serial killer going back to when i watched his interview when i was a young child with stone phillips he interviewed Dahmer and his and his father um and that like interview had me like transfixed on jeffrey Dahmer, and he's one of the most not one of the most he is the most uh next to kemper probably the most sympathetic serial killer uh i mean obviously terrible piece of shit whatever but it's a very very intriguing story and uh evans just like i said just the first episode evans knocks it out of the fucking park um and uh he's an incredible actor uh check that out i'm going back on a lot of like like 80s shit uh i watched uh spookies recently um I ate a bunch of uh, edibles and watched that, and I was just like melted and going, "What the fuck is going on?" Have you got? When is the last time you, have you watched Spookies? No. I saw it a long time ago, and then my VHS fell on the stairs and broke. 
it is it's fucking bananas it's banana sandwich the the it's i can't even describe it it's two movies in one because the one director got fired uh while they were doing filming another director came in filmed a bunch of other shit so it's like two movies running parallel with each other and he tried making it one and it doesn't make a lick of fucking sense but the special effects in it are great um and uh, i've been uh, non horror related i went on a big uh harley quinn binge uh season 3 here that's on HBO Max. And uh, my God, it is, it has the last few episodes have one of the best Batman stories ever told. And uh, it is phenomenal. Uh, and I know like everyone's like, oh God, Harley Quinn, Mary Sue, this sucks, whatever. Harley Quinn's everywhere. Like, go fuck yourself. This show's amazing. It's so fucking good. Like, if you like Venture Brothers, if you like the boys, if you like Invincible, like you gotta watch the Harley Quinn show on HBO Max. It's so fucking good. I'll need to check it out because I do like all the shows you just mentioned. Um, and I, I've seen some clips here and there of Harley Quinn and it does look good. It's very funny. Did you hear about the adults? I think it's, I don't know if it's from the same people as Harley Quinn, if they're just going for that same vibe, but the the new Velma show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's it's more the the, I think it's one of the writers from Rick and Morty is working on that. Yeah, and I'm it's excited kind of the for same, that. The same animation style. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's going to be fucking sweet. The, the images leaked and it was like Velma trying to solve a murder and it was like somebody was, de- a cheerleader was decapitated in a locker room. So we know it's going to be gory and dark and just fucking awesome. So I'm excited about that. Aid, I know you're excited about it. I love it. Call me fucked up, but I love when they take like kid stuff and like make it adult, like the Weenie the Pooh thing or the, ban- <laughs> the banana, uh, what is banana it? Split. Banana splits. Yeah, the oh, banana totally. split. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm always down for that, especially when it's like old stuff. It's like these new kids don't need it to be appropriate because they don't even know what it is. Yeah, they don't watch it. I well, I even told you this today. So before we move on to the movie, quick story. My seniors were bitching and moaning. We, I had them for two hours today at the end of the day, and there's a hurricane coming, everyone. So yeah, the schools, schools canceled for the rest of the week. I had literally six kids in my room. And when I say kids, they're all 17, 18. And they're like, oh, let's watch a horror movie because the only thing, you know, that my county has not blocked as far as streaming services goes is Amazon Prime. So I have the, my Amazon Prime up and I'm like, well, we have to find something PG-13. I don't give a shit because I got to put grades in. There's a hurricane to come in. I got to unplug everything. I got to cover up all the fucking computers. I'm like, I'm doing all this shit. I'm running around like a crazy person to make sure that, you know, my classroom's not destroyed. And um, we came across Silence of the Lambs. I'm like, all right, we're going to watch this based on a book. Fuck it. I just pressed play. They're like, well, what's it about? So I'm like, what? Well, what is it? What? Like, I literally just stared at them. I'm like, Buffalo Bill, Hannibal Lecter. Do you not know who these people are? Like, I was so fucking upset. (laughs) I'm like, you guys are going to sit here and watch this. I press play and they're like they're asking me all these questions and they're bitching and moaning and then the minute like Migs does this thing in the jail cell they're like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like oh fuck (laughs) now there's now there's a quiz on Friday about it what did multiple Migs say to you Chloe you should smell my cunt (laughs) I however I however cannot like we get to the part where Buffalo they show Buffalo Bill like sewing the skin together and the chicks in the in the pit screaming and one of the girls one of the only girls in the room she goes why are all these men naked in this movie and I'm like um <laughs> hey did you play the whole part where it goes to the you fuck me yeah we didn't get there yet we we got to the part did where you say yet escaped. like you're gonna continue this no no I'm not gonna continue listen I've played I I'm allowed to play Frankenstein and we didn't get to the part where he was naked because I know that part and I was going to skip over it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Micah. Don't be such a censorship advocate. I know. You want me to censor? We just had a whole paper on censorship and now you want me to sit here and censor. This is art. I bet he voted for Trump too. Uh, look at this hat of course i did he's wearing the hat and he's like super white i'm not i know look at his white power (laughs) tattoo on his back anyways (laughs) um. (laughs) no because you want me to stand up to show my back and show that i don't have a white power tattoo just so you can sneak a peek no now now i know why you pulled your pants down because you knew i was gonna call you out so it's because my balls got hot 
Well, yeah. and, well, and he just wants to show everybody the pineapple on his butt. So the pineapple on his go. pumpkin. Oh, the pineapple that's on his pumpkin. Okay. That's a that's a pineapple to you. Well, speaking uh, of pumpkins. Speaking of pumpkins, AIDS. we are covering AIDS or pumpkin. Oh, we are covering a 2007 film, which is quite topical because this film, for the first time in history, is going to be shown on the big screen this year. Unless they did special events, but I know for sure they're actually going to release it on the big screen for a couple of days. 2007's Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat, the way my cell phone says it. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. What's a pirate's favorite movie? Trick or Treat. No, that's not how the joke goes. But like a couple of days ago, it was National Topic of Pirate Day. So thank you for bringing that onto the podcast. However, you're welcome. Oh, it's also Hispanic Heritage Month, and they keep playing Selena in between periods. So, like, I get up out of my seat yes. and start dancing. <laughs> I love that it's a, it's it's that is a, she was geared for the white people, and they're playing that, and not actually like, no, she they, wasn't. She was originated in Tejano for Spanish-speaking people. Right when they were trying to tr- transfer her over to English pop, she died. So, don't come to my house talking to me about my Reina. You said. Um, Mm-hmm, exactly. Also, they've been playing Shakira as well. So there. Oh. I, I'm a little sad. I haven't. They didn't. They had some bachata for seventh period. So like, I'm dancing in the hallway, and the kids are like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I just want to go the fuck home." And those hips <laughs> don't lie. Well, what also what does lie? What does lie? is the release date for this fucking movie in 2007 because who else was so excited for it to come out only to have to wait two years before it actually came out well i don't even think streaming was a thing back then it just came out on dvd right yep i but you know i don't know why everyone's saying that they didn't see it in theaters or that it wasn't released in theater i saw this movie in theaters are you sure yeah i'm pretty sure oh mikey she's pretty sure no i i know because i because initially, well, I wanted to just say when I initially had seen it, I didn't like it. So, well, maybe your maybe your your womanly brain is thinking of a different film. You know, how sometimes so like depending on the moods and stuff that you can, funny. yeah. <laughs> but we'll let, we, it, we'll, we'll let it slide. Not only are we racist, but we're also sexist at the same time. No, misogynistic. That's why I'm the only woman on both shows. Oh, because damn that scary is too cool for a woman too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. I mean, unless unless Micah is uh, you know having his moments, <laughs> I, you know, his I, goodbye I, horse moments. <laughs> I go good go, horses. Um, goodbye so, horse. And you want us to on. believe you that you saw this movie in theater aid? You can't I, even remember the name of the I classic swear song. Swear to God. Okay, well, maybe I didn't see it in theater. Right now. I like the goodbye horse. (laughs) No, Micah, no. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Aid squeezed the horse so hard she had to say goodbye. (laughs) So let's go ahead and get into statistics. In 2007, Trick or Treat had a budget of 12 million dual hairs. Is that considered a lot at that time? Uh, For, For a movie of this caliber, yeah. It was it was a good it was a decent amount. It, it, I mean, it definitely could have been more, um, but I feel like that was perfect for what we got. But also, wasn't this the first movie that this person had made? Michael Michael Doherty. Doherty. Michael Doherty, uh, yeah. I believe so, actually. Yeah, because he he had done about a bunch of other things, but this is his first like feature length full full you know what happened. Yeah, now the guy blew up and he's off doing fucking Godzilla and shit. Yeah, I thought that he was like an assistant to something that was like pretty awesome which is why he got the gig for trick-or-treat was he one of the gentlemen that worked on vhs no 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 but he did write he did write uh actually funny he wrote urban legends bloody mary and superman returns that's pretty cool it was also produced by brian singer isn't that the problematic one yes um so we'll just skip over him it opened on October 6, 2007. AIDS said it was in theaters. I could have sworn, because I remember I lived in San Diego at this time. And usually they get movies in theaters that other cities, like smaller cities, don't. And I don't remember seeing in the theater. But it opened October 6, 2007. The competition 
for that month was The Hills Have Eyes 2, Unrest, Ed Gein, thought that was older, The Hitchhiker, Disturbia, P2, Great, Wreck, 1408, Return to House on Haunted Hill, Saw yeah. 4, Resident Evil Extinction, which is Paul W.S. Anderson and not Brian Singer, <laughs> Wrong Turn 2, with the guy from that really cool punk band, The Hitcher, 30 Days of Night with my daddy, Josh Hartnett. I Know Who Killed Me with my mommy, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, it's Abe's favorite movie. It's a great movie. Don't it was a great it. movie. Oh, you know what? That's a Call Your Cool Friends episode, Mikey. Yeah, Micah. You and I, we're going to do that. Yeah. Sans Micah. A PC Call Your Cool Friends Because episode. Micah had the nerve to say that Lindsay Lohan was like way older than me or tried to insinuate that I was as old as Lindsay Lohan. No, I did not. I thought yes. Lindsay Lohan was like 45. Yeah, and then he was, and then, because I, I said, oh, she's my age. And he goes, oh, she's 45. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> I didn't excuse you? <laughs> excuse me, I'm 45 years old. Okay. Aid and I are the same age. So Aid, you look great for your age. The Mist, The Messengers, Blood and Chocolate, which is about anal. Hostel, part two, which is also about anal. Rob Zombie's Halloween. 28 weeks later, The Girl Next Door, The Invisible Man? No. The Invisible. It's The Invisible. That's the name of the name. The Invasion, El Orphanato, or The Orphanage for Micah and his, you know, questionable upbringing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I Am Legend, Hot Fuzz, and our favorite, Dead Silence. (laughs) Okay, so I'm glad you went through that list because we've talked about this list before, actually. And all three of us have been in the same room or same podcast. I feel episode, like I every say. time I'm on the show, we cover a movie from <laughs> the same. It's the same fucking list. That's I know. Grindhouse, Dead Silence, <laughs> this. Why is this? What the, can we get matching 2007 tattoos when we meet next week? Like, oh, that would be so that would fun. Be super cute. Actually, that would be really cute. Oh, we should do that. How fun would that 2007. be? 2007. Let's fucking do it. I don't want to, yeah, but I don't want to get the year. We should pick like a little thing from one of the movies and then get that. That'd be really Okay. Cool. I okay. call wrong turn two for what? I want to get a tattoo. I want a wrong turn two theme tattoo. You fucking get your, uh, your fucking dead silence and your hot fuzz tattoos. Aid is the one I was going to mention this. Like, as soon as I said hot fuzz, I was like, we've done this list before because every time hot fuzz comes up, it's like, (laughs) I love that movie. I love hot fuzz. (laughs) Okay, whatever. Okay, it's over. So 2007, we know this is a good year because this is why we keep running across the same films, right? And um, actually, I wanted to play, instead of um, Silence of the Lambs, I should have played Blood and Chocolate for the kids because that probably would have been more appropriate but whatever because a couple of years ago one of my 10th graders did a whole project on silence of the lambs and that was okay and that's awesome i know so which that was the book not the movie and so also I'm... your kids are 17 i rated our movie says you have to be 17 to watch it so it's... yeah they're 17 18 i've yeah. seen i have seniors everybody they're not like in fifth grade so please don't think don't call the don't call the county on me aids okay. kindergarten class watching silence of the lambs they thought it was a peppa pig special <laughs> like that video of olivia watching child's play that's all over tiktok <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my god did you just like raid your dad's hat closet is that what's happening <laughs> now we have zorro on the uh zoom with this well it is it's hispanic heritage month so micah would like to pretend that he is hispanic (laughs) yeah do your best mexican voice (gasps) that was french French, and please don't do that (laughs) sorry i'm just trying to set you up here Um, i just gotta pee guys Um, now uh back to uh now trick or treat when did you guys first hear about this movie because i went to see uh the movie 300 opening night and opening night of 300, the trailers were, uh, were actually all fucking sweet, but the one that stuck out the most was the trailer for trick or treat. That was the first time I heard of that was when I was sitting in the theater, you know, it was before like it's 2000. I want to say 300 came out in 2005, 2006, somewhere around there. I was like 18, so it would have been 2007. Okay, I was like 35, so definitely 2007 then. All right, yeah. all right. So, uh, they, so they 300 came trailer. out in 2006. I looked it up. Okay, oh, 2000, okay, so I graduated high school, yeah. 
Yeah. So I that was the first time I heard anything about trick or treat because there weren't all these sites like I horror, bloody disgusting shit like that. And all we had to really go on was Fangoria, and it wasn't in Fang. There wasn't a, a peep in Fangoria about Michael Doherty's trick or treat. I uh, so uh, what? I was just saying yes, there was because that's how I knew about it two years before two thousand six. Are you serious? Yes, go I used to get them. It, man. I used to get them every month. And I so, don't remember reading Dick. Well, first off, I don't read. I look at the pictures, so maybe that's uh, why. Yeah, see, that's uh, your first problem is illiteracy, which this is <laughs> the month of literacy. So I'm from Pennsylvania. I am what I am, bro. Sorry. <laughs> I know. Got old Charlie over here driving us nuts. Well. So I used to get Fangoria magazine like month to month while I was in high school. And I kept reading about this new Halloween movie that was coming out. Um, Cause I remember this movie and house of a thousand corpses. It took forever for them to come out. House and of then the, of the corpses took way longer. Well, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but the weird thing is that this movie is great. And is like considered one of the best Halloween movies like ever. Why did it take so long to come out? You know, it wasn't like House of Thousand Corpses where people were like, that's a little much. We don't like it. Um, I understand that, like trying to find a studio to, to take it or to release it. So it's weird that the movie this of this greatness would take so long to come out. Because um, then I remember hearing that it was an anthology and I was kind of like, oh, maybe I'm not so excited anymore. And then I, I remember seeing the trailer after all the hype. And the trailer made me not so excited because I didn't think it was going to be an anthology. But then I saw it. And my mind was changed, but we'll get into that later. Well, okay. So for this one, maybe that's why I thought I saw it in theater because I did see, I too saw 300 on opening night. Um, I too was pretty cool. a, a little drunk from sushi. I remember because we went to sushi that night. I was really excited because I got like my favorite role. I was really excited. I didn't think that it was an anthology because it was not marketed as an anthology, just like Mikey was saying. Mm -hmm. And so that's why when I did see it, I was really disappointed because I really thought it was like, um, I really wanted to see a movie with Anna Paquin's character as Little Red Riding Hood, like walking through the woods, like possibly being stalked by a slasher. Like I wanted a good slasher because this is the time that we dealt with a lot of torture porn, you know, we're coming off the heels of Saw and Hostel and all of these and Martyrs and all of these at House of a Thousand Corpses, all these like, you know, disgustingly disturbing films that are amazing in their own their own right. But I just wanted something that was a little bit more classic and not something that was kind of emulating torture porn either because that's what you get with Dead Silence, right? I'm so glad that you said that because I was going to bring that up is that during this time, that's what it was. And I know before we started recording, we were joking about the whole like new metal era of horror, which was shit like you just mentioned. This movie to me was like just a breath of fresh air. Uh, This was so, I I think this was so important to horror. Uh, And it's it's, trick or treat now is just so iconic. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, people know Saw and shit like that because of the, they pumped out 28 fucking movies. Um, and it was like the leader of the torture porn genre or whatever. But like Trick or Treat is, it's timeless. Um, and the, the fact that it was an anthology and kind of cute in a way, but still kept the right level of gore uh, and violence. And it just, it's, it's literally the perfect movie. And this is a, like, I have these recommendations of movies that are uh, of, to to people that are like, hey, we're getting into horror or, hey, I want to get my nephew into to horror. He wants to watch scary movies. What should we watch? And I have three movies that I recommend. And that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Night, the original Night of the Living Dead and Trick or Treat. Like, I think those movies are, the, are, are a really good way to introduce people to horror. Um, it's. Uh, but and, and also like you have Dylan Baker playing as principal uh, Stephen Wilkins in the movie who was it's 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 just so funny seeing him in a movie like this. And you mentioned, you know, Anna Paquin. Um, like this is just this is a movie that it's it's literally perfect, which is this is surprises me because with you have with the 12 million dollar budget, like where did the money go to? Because you have people production Anna Paquin. I know, but these are expensive actors. Anna Paquin at this time is an Academy Award-winning actress. Very true. We have, we have Brian Cox. We've got... Um, yeah, big-time actor Brian Cox. Yeah. Yes. We have Brian Cox. Mike Cox. It, it, yeah, Brian Cox is just a real big actor. 
Don't forget Leslie Bibb. I would like Leslie to highlight, I would like to highlight Leslie Bibb because I don't know if y'all watched the same shit I did, but when I was in maybe even middle school, there was that show popular by yes, Ryan Murphy. Yes, yes. And Leslie she was Bibb. in it. And mm-hmm. Leslie Bibb was the popular girl. And like she to me is an underrated scream queen because she's in a lot of horror movies. She's in this one. She's in Midnight Meat Train. She's in She's the, in the Skulls. Remember the Skulls? Skulls. And then she's in Hell Baby. Like she's done a lot of horror and like she doesn't really get, you know, that much. She doesn't get credit. And I love her. And it was funny because a long time ago when Screenbox first came out, I did like a thing where I was like their video DJ and I did it in drag. And I was like, I mentioned Leslie Bibb in Hell Baby because I was doing like a countdown of movies for Screenbox. And I was like professing my love to her. And then she liked it on Twitter. So that oh. was me and my, awesome. my Leslie Bibb connection. Fuck yeah, I- dude. I love her in Confession. I know this isn't a horror movie, but this movie is basically about me because I had a really bad shopping problem. Just like I, I people think I'm a, I have an addictive, an addictive personality. <laughs> Maybe to alcohol. My God. <laughs> it's. I'm going to say that over again. People say that I have an addictive personality, maybe to wine now because I'm old and I'm a teacher. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, literally, the only thing that I couldn't do not do was spend money. And so Confessions of a Shopaholic was like my anthem, like my fucking anthem. And she was like the bitch in the movie. And I always every movie I watch, the bitch is always my favorite. Like yeah. always my favorite uh, for obvious reasons. Sorry. And I just want to throw some more respect on her name because I also forgot to mention that she's in No Good Deed, which is like horror thriller. It's a good movie. She's on mm-hmm. Netflix, The Babysitter One and Two, mm-hmm. Flight 7500. I forgot about that. That's another movie that had a trailer that took forever to come out and it came out and I was like, mm-hmm, no, I know why. Um, <laughs> she's in just like a lot of shit, but why is it? And you know who she's dating slash, I don't know if she's married to them. Um, she she makes out with him at the Academy Awards, Mr. Sam Rockwell. Hello, that's right. Sam. Rockwell. I know, and she like, and the thing is, there's nothing special about him, but okay, Aid, hold there's up. there is something. Hold up, I think very he's sexy. There's right. something very so sexy two, about him. I don't know what it is. Two guys like I I I, I kind of get compared to sometime. And oh, Sam my oh my god! Here we go. I do. No, oh. no, 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 no. I mean, it's like you kind of look like Sam Rockwell, and uh, the other one is Dak Shepard. Okay, Dak Shepard, I can see. I do not see Sam Rockwell. I exactly, I don't see Sam Rockwell, but I do see Dak. I Shepard. don't know who's telling you that, but you're just like excited about that because I was a, not excited. He's very, he's very prestigious now. He's I but, come, he's come a long what? way from murdering those two little girls in the Green Mile to this. <laughs> so. I liked him. I had a crush on him in Charlie's Angels, but that was me. Oh, because oh, you know Drew Barrymore was screwing. It wasn't she. Oh yeah, and she was screwing Tom Green at the same time. You know what? Time. I had a big crush on him and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but that was just me. Remember, because he was the kid that ran the little uh, playground where all the the, the that's crazy. The I had a kids. huge crush yeah. on Corey Feldman. So what do you know? Oh, do you know? So just a little, <laughs> just a little call out. Oh, never mind. It's a what? We can take it off if we have to. Sam Rockwell's first movie was Clown House. Oh, okay. Toby Hooper? No. No, wait, fuck. That's not. I think That's Funhouse. Funhouse. Fun yeah, yeah. Um, running. It was a very problematic director. Again, um, actually, Clownhouse is the movie why that director got arrested for what's it called? Statutory rape. Um, what's his hmm. name? The guy who did Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, I, I, Victor Salva. Yeah. So if yeah. you watch Clownhouse, it's really. Yeah, the kid in that is who he boofed, right? Yeah, the little one, but like. Yep. The kids are like in their underwear. And I even think he like you see his butt, and I'm like, I wouldn't really think anything of it, just as like a regular movie. But like knowing the story behind it, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. But Sam Rockwell was in Clown House uh, as a teenager. Well, there's lots of uncomfortable uh, movies. If you think about, look at if you ever saw the Sleepers. Um, oh, yeah, Sleepers. That's Sleepers so is good. It's such a good movie, but there's a difference. Like you don't feel the ickiness as well. I mean, it's awful. I feel icky when I watch Sleepers for the first time. Well, yeah, but you don't think that there's somebody behind it. But there's there's something with that Jodie Foster movie, and I talked about it before with Jake. The Accused. No, she's a little girl in it. She's taxi. Like Thirteen, Tab? fourteen, not Taxi, but yeah, Taxi Two. E. T. Mm-hmm. No, I forget the name, but uh, Martin Sheen is in it, and he's like. Oh, E. T. Part Two. 
no anyway so we're gonna move back on we gotta cut but this what the how long have we been fucking talking jesus christ let's get back to the movie you guys went off on leslie bibb uh (laughs) so brian cox let's just talk about him for a little bit and don't fucking give me shit for saying cox one more time sir who did he play with your peter pan um who did peter or david cox play in brian Brian? cox what the fuck i don't know who did he play in are you drinking yes (laughs) yes i am who did he play in trick or treat (laughs) mr creek so let's talk about brian cox okay who is the neighbor slash bus driver that we that is revealed at the end that drove the kids off the cliff and that's why they come into the house and all that fun stuff so some fun things about brian cox so i love him because he's in x2 and if anybody really knows me i'm obsessed with x-men because that's where i fell in love with hugh jackman so when he leaves his old ass wife and comes back to me and takes me away hugh jackman if you're hearing this i love you um <laughs> faithful listener hugh jackman uh, please take me away Patri- patreon i can't do this anymore yes. totally totally straight <laughs> hugh jackman oh my goodness you know brian cox was even in this movie uh and then at the the, the he older, has such a prevalent part. What do you mean you didn't know he was? I didn't movie? know until I actually watched the movie. Oh, where, okay. So at first you hear his voice and you kind of see him in the distance when he's yelling at uh, Principal, Principal Wilkins. He's like, Is "That you over there, Wilkins? It smells like shit over there. What are you doing?" <laughs> like, uh, and he's like, "Oh no, it's okay. Just just dig, digging a fucking hole." And he's like, "Ah, go fuck yourself." And he's like, okay, happy Halloween. Nah, eat shit, die. And like slams the door. And I'm like, that voice is really familiar. And then later mm-hmm. on in the movie, I was like, holy fuck, uh, Brian Cox is in the movie. And this was around the time, like when like Super Troopers came out and shit. Uh, so it was super awesome. Like Super Troopers, super awesome. Seeing Brian Cox in this movie. Uh, and actually my favorite segment of Trick or Treat is the one with Brian, uh, Brian Cox, Mr. Krieg, the grumpy ass neighbor. And Sam, the little cat and mouse thing, and just uh, Brian Cox is the definition of chewing the scenery. Yeah, uh, he because he told it's 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 him in this little fucking. Any other actor would have been silly, would have been goofy. Brian Cox brought like he he was he was in fear for his life, but at the same time there was like a silly element to it where after he like he blows Sam away. And uh, when Sam puts himself together and Brian Cox like has the whole like, you gotta be <laughs> fucking know. kidding me. Yeah. Like, like it was, so it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was, it's, it, it, and my God, he was just so good in this movie. And the M. Night Shyamalan twist that he was the bus driver, I, like, ma, that was amazing. So, so for those of you who've seen or maybe not know anything about Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat, oh, is it? is an anthology and you should know by now that is an anthology sam obviously the cute little sam behind me oh my god he's sam so rockwell cute. not sam rockwell but sam who's actually okay so when uh doherty wrote this it was actually based off of a short cartoon that he did with sam as the main character and it's this little boy that's dressed up as you know the character with the burlap sack on his head and he's so fucking cute right yep. mm-hmm. like sam is just so adorable he's like chucky like these are like little slashers he's cuter than chucky he's very quintessential halloween even if you've never and a lot of people it's amazing to me that a lot of people have not seen this movie and i think a lot of people maybe not have seen it because it's not exactly as accessible as all of them i mean really the only place to stream it and i don't think it's the one place that you could stream it was on hbo max recently and they took it off hbo max so i I have it on something so i can stream it myself I have the DVD, but I think, is this, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Sam is the last horror icon we've received lately, like in the helm of like Jason, Ghostface, like No, Sam is... I think it would be Art the Clown. We were talking about Art the Clown. Oh, you're right. The last one. And, but no, he's, he's up there because he's probably the newest one, right? Yeah. But, but the, he... thing with, the thing with Sam is that he's like, he's a little more socially acceptable than Art the Clown to where... If you go to Trick or Treat, there's just a plethora of Sam merch. Yeah. Like you were just at. Go to uh, Trick or Treat? Uh, Is that where we're going? Did I say 
Spirit. Did you go and trick or treating? I went to Spirit. Yeah. And oh. trick or treat was there. Did I say? Yeah. Did I say trick or treat? You, you did, but I just let you run with. Okay, it. I've been drinking. Uh, if you go to Spirit, there's a plethora of Sam merchandise there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, he's definitely sounds- mainstream. Yeah. But I, I know if people who haven't seen him yet or seen Trick or Treat yet, I just want them to know this isn't your typical anthology. This anthology is a full feature length film. Everything is intertwined. Yeah. So you're basically jumping to different perspectives, different plot lines. There's a total of, there's the opening, then we have the principal, we have the Halloween bus massacre, the surprise party, Sam's, it part and then the conclusion so i think it's a total of six six parts or six you yeah. know and it's not uber stories. Long. It's, it's not like, long it's 82 minutes yeah and i perfect. think i think what is perfect about this and it's kind of you said this already but just to kind of extend on it it's an anthology but it doesn't feel like one because there's never a hard stop and no. e- even though you pass you know leslie bibb's stories first but even though you pass her story she shows up later i think like twice um so it's like so you're like oh so this happened before that like it's just it's so well done and well thought out and i haven't really seen anything do that i've heard like love actually does it i don't know i haven't seen it some christmas movie does it Um, love yeah is it love actually that is love actually but i mean oh i was gonna say a christmas horror story because that kind of a christmas horror story is a really good anthology as well and Actually, but it's yeah. not so smooth. It's not so fluid it's little, in its storytelling. It's a little choppy, exactly. Yeah. And that that's what Trick or Treat, the, the beauty of this film is that it is, it's very, it, it, like Mikey says, it's fluid. I think it's very progressive as well. And I think that they have um, a very good sense of what is entertaining and like what's kind of what's going to fool you because when you're following for instance the girls picking out their halloween costumes they have a very good way of tricking you like they're going to a party okay i wanted to bring that up Mm -hmm. what when you first saw that when they were picking out their halloween costumes they were talking about like your first time you know you're assuming that they mean they're talking about sex yeah now what did you think they were alluding to the first time you watched that did you think it was about just hooking up oh yeah the girls the whole girl story was a complete surprise for me and then you watch it again you hear them say yeah the last time i had bad mexican and you're like oh yeah well and that's my thing is that it's so easy and and i i was guilty of the same thing because it's so easy to sort of dismiss them as the victims and not realize that they are actually the predators and so having said that it it kind of I think fools people and I think it still affects to this day because there's still that sort of late of there's still that sort of latent misogyny, like when you watch something that you assume that they are going to be all killed, picked off one by one, especially considering Anne Paquin seems so nervous. They're trying to get her out there, like, you know, it was like back in the day, like, come on, girl, like, let's go, you know, get your ass out there, go fuck that guy, have fun, right? <laughs> Not the fat guy, but I'm just saying. Well, no, that's what they brought her. Uh, yeah. They did. But we realized, so we're all thinking, oh my God, she's going to fuck the fat guy. No, they brought her the fat guy because he's probably good eating. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. if you were a werewolf, would you pick the little skinny Micah or would you pick the fat guy? Like, what are you going to do? Why'd you look at me? <laughs> I didn't look at you. I'm I just at, kidding. I wasn't you know, I don't, looking at me. <laughs> I don't look at anybody. I hope all of you know, I just look at my myself. When uh-huh. I'm recording, I don't. Like no it one's surprised. <laughs> so do the girls, really? the girls do a transformation, and it has the iconic "Sweet Dreams" playing in the background when it's unveiled. That oh, they're actually, yes, they're Marilyn, actually Marilyn Manson's "Sweet Dreams," which yes. is the most fucking sexiest. It is werewolf. It's so sexy. But oh, scene is did hot you as fuck. did you know that what the original song was supposed to be before uh-huh. they picked Marilyn Manson? No, I did not. It was uh, Everclear Santa Monica. No, Everclear's Where's My Dad? No, I'm just kidding. Um, it was um Peggy Lee's Fever right here. Uh-huh. Whoa, no way. Yeah, that was the original um idea. And that's how it was written, but then they were I like, like that. Wait, I have an idea. But if Peggy Lee's Fever wouldn't wouldn't be as sexy, like Aid said, like that scene is very sexy for Ooh. a bunch of no, the yeah, Peggy Lee one. The Peggy <laughs> Lee one. But, and, and that's the thing. Like, that would have been really cute. However, we're not looking for cute. We're looking for something a little bit more visceral. And, like, let's pretend that Marilyn Manson and, and that isn't was... having problems right now. Mm, Back yeah. then, 
back then that oh we all marilyn manson was andronidus enough to that we all wanted to fuck him but yeah exactly it was it's yeah. a great scene and also that's the <laughs> when i said this is although i okay no no i would have fucked marilyn manson um what's that one song he does where he's in like the heels and everything pimp, pimp goth uh, yeah, uh tainted love i'm not a what's the oh, song he does um, one of his songs the teenage um, no I'm not, a I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Yes, yeah. that song. Yeah. That song. That's a good that, video. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's I'm not a, a slave. Yeah, that's yeah, a good that one. That one. But yeah, I that's like a good that one song. So I would have oh, fucked him there, but that's the exception. Fuck, like, we all would have. Never. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it's like, you know, you try to like go on a date with him and have a good time. The next thing you know, you're screaming, not like this, Brian. Um, but oh, I, God, I, I, I that, Brian. That's it, yeah, Brian. Uh, what a great name to say in bed. Uh, it's almost as great as saying Greg. Sorry, Greg. Um, oh. But, uh, <laughs> oh, give it to me, Greg. Uh, <laughs> we don't have the little the little Craig whisper come on, sound bite. Come on, Greg. Oh, yeah, Greg. All right, I like that. Yeah, well, Greg, how, I like that. But um, how do you even do Micah? I just feel like I would just say Mishka. Say whatever you want, babe. I know, Micah. Uh, what is that? <laughs> oh, Micah. Oh, Micah. Oh, Micah. <laughs> I mean, hey, you're Puerto Rican. You could just call me Mika. 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 Oh, like uh, paranormal activity. Exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, all right. So, but that, what I say, Trick or Treat is the perfect fucking movie. It's the, the story, the way it's shot, the gore, how linear the stories are and everything. But then that scene, what do we get? A massive amount of tittery. Mm. It's respectable. And the that's perfect also, movie. The, well, also, like, the movie does bring everything. Like, the first story is really creepy. And then you get yeah. something more like you get something more mm, silly-ish. You know, there's like there's there's yeah, girls trying all their outfits. Yeah, there's like different types of horror movies within this one horror movie. It's really good. Um, now, what is uh, uh, Abe? What is your favorite segment of Trick or Treat? My favorite segment, um, besides the the werewolf scene, I think my favorite segment is when the kids are taking going down the elevator shop to that quarry you like that one i do you know and i think it's really it's really how they treat that girl is so so sad firstly and the little girl who lures her down there such a fucking bitch this girl but you love the bitches i do and the thing is they're going around collecting the pumpkins and doing all that and this is this is something in 2007 that you would never see now right because if they just needed the pumpkins, they could just go down to Publix and go pick up a bunch of fucking public, you know, pumpkins, right? Yeah. They can't just go to the store and go get it. They're just, you know, they're running around. And they, like the bullying, and I don't know why I like this scene. I think it's really sad. But it's kind of, it's probably, I think, the scary, in my opinion, the scariest segment. Yeah. Especially with all of the fog, when all the kids disappear and she's alone and she runs back into the elevator and she's freaking out. That is probably the most horrific scene. Oh, yeah. And when like, you can see their lights going out as they're screaming from their pumpkins. Yeah. That's such a good shot. But also, Aiden, yeah. like I, I, I think one of the best parts of that segment is when it's all said and done, she's walking by, and who does she see? Sam. Sam. Yeah. So Her Sam makes his, spirit. Yes, and he makes his way through all the segments. And in fact, the kid, when the girls are changing in the dressing room at the Halloween store... Mm-hmm. The little kid peeping on them is actually the kid who plays Sam. Oh, I love Fun that. Fact. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, it's cute. And like, he just, I'm sorry, but like, Sam is just so fucking cute. Like, Adorable. I could just pick him up and carry him around. And, I just and he's so not, he's, he's not a bad guy. You just have to respect Halloween because the movie is about basically Sam coming after people that disrespect the traditions exactly yep. like that's why leslie bibb got it right she's been yeah. such a fucking bitch in the beginning she 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 uh blew out the candle jack-o'-lantern before midnight or whatever it was yep but she had like this whole chip in her shoulder like girl firstly like nobody told you to wear the ugly robot outfit like what were you thinking i i have to say i loved <laughs> that she wore that because as pretty yeah. as she is it's so funny that she wore a huge bulky costume that hides everything well, man, that. yeah that was me last year like i was so it was probably <laughs> the first year i wasn't like a like kind of a sexy kind of costume yeah. and i was so angry like i had a chip on my shoulder all night i'm like the fuck am i doing this is the one night i could be a slut and look like one and no one's gonna judge me well now you know why she was mad 
<laughs> yes, I. You know what? That's why. Poor yeah. Leslie Bibb. Oh my God, I feel for her. I was about Poor to fucking lose my shit. Leslie Bibb. Well, I do have to say that my favorite entry of it all, even though you didn't ask me, which is fine because I don't. I was you getting to, ask me. to you. No, it's fine. We were just no. finishing AIDS. I ladies first. Mikey, yes. what is your favorite horror segment? From no, hey, let film? me take this, Mikey. Tell us your favorite segment of Trick or Treat. Did you just mansplain to me, sir? <laughs> Rewind. Mike, did, you hear, did you hear something? He just took a woman's job right out of her hands. Either way. Yep. Pulled the heck to, penis right from her hands. To, to address both of your inquiries, my favorite scene has to do has to be the werewolf one. Even though it's not the scariest one, the surprise element was I was not expecting it at all. Um, but also visually stunning when Anna Paquin is walking through the woods. When I think of Red Riding Hood in any sense, I just see Anna Paquin in that red hood, mm -hmm. mid-calf length with those sickening pumps walking through the woods with fog everywhere, like her breasticles coming out ever so gently through her blouse. It's just ever so hot. It's so hot. And she's so pretty and I love her as an actress. And so it was just that whole scene was just so pretty to look at. And then, of course, when they get to the girls and the tittery, as Micah likes to call it, it's just so sexy. So I, that's Vast the way amounts of tittery. Yeah. Uh, such a good part. Like, it's just, it's, it's one of those, as a woman, like when you watch, as a woman, when I watch that part, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, Empowering. yes, it's so empowering. I love they're fucking killing everybody. And they're just scissor me timbers. Like, it just makes me so happy. And then especially since they get the creep from the beginning. And I think that that's what's important. The principal. Principal Wilkins. Yeah. Because I didn't I didn't hate him when he killed the little fat boy because that kid was fucking annoying. I the kid from Santa Claus? Yeah, I did not. Bad Santa? Was bad Santa. I was not upset over that. I was upset when he was he was stalking the girls and murdering them. Yep. Then I realized, okay, when he's he bit the girl to death. He is a predator with his so, fake teeth. With his fake fucking teeth. So good for you that you think that he thinks that he's being the predator, this piece of shit running through. And then she goes and she fucking gets him. And I'm like, yeah, the old yes. switcheroonie. The old switcher. And honestly, and those are the types of horror characters that you root for, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's so easy to 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 get involved with like the nihilistic horror scene and like you know things like the collector so i guess the collector is another iconic um slasher that came after this right yeah sure however okay. the collector okay. i'm not i don't care for the collection i love so the there's one with the the club where everybody gets squishy yes that's so much fun i love that <laughs> that's so much um, fun i love I, that I, one I, so much more fun it's colorful that... and vibrant yep. and we're the first never one. going to get the collection uh the collection right wait the, the collected co the collected or something the collected yeah. the third the third version the third of that. one yeah. mm -hmm. it's never going to happen my he student, another student, and I were just talking about that, and he's like, "It's no not shit. gonna happen." Yeah, he not came in, he's like, "Miss, you never, Miss, you gotta watch the collector because I'm like, listen, sir, that that movie came out before you're fucking born. Of course, I've seen the collector. Like, don't so fucking figure." I have some <laughs> funny uh, interconnecting stories that deal with things we've talked about in this podcast. So, mm -hmm. when I lived in California, I had to drive all the way up to a city called San Luis Obispo. Um, oh, that's where Doug's brother lives. Oh, he does. Yeah. I had to drive there for a errand. And um, I went with my friend and it's when The Collector first came out. That's when it happened. Um, and they were playing at this movie theater. So I was like, cool, let's go see it. So we got a hotel room and they were at the movie theater. And I was like, where have I seen this movie theater before? And I was like, hmm, whatever. And so we finished the movie. We were outside. And I was looking and I was like, oh, shit, this is the movie theater where Lindsay Lohan gets kidnapped and I know who killed me. So <laughs> we, that's where they filmed it. And I was like, oh, look at me. And it was, I can't remember what she said, but she's like, meet me at the whatever, whatever, whatever. So I kept telling everybody that because I thought it was so fetch. Um, but anyways, back to so the movie. Fetch. In regards to this entry, as a werewolf transformation sheen, sheen scene, sorry, I'm Shane. Sean Connery. I'm Sean Connering out. Um, as, a werewolf <laughs> transform, as a werewolf transformation scene, how do you rate this scene? It's not howling level, but it's, um, it's definitely up there. Uh, it's... I, I do like that the way they shed the skin is like a zipper. I thought that was really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty gross when they like rip their leg skin off. I don't know. Oh, I thought that they're was so, so gross. they're so just like, it's like, uh, I imagine it's like, uh, 
like when a girl come comes home from work and she's like, I just can't wait to get this goddamn bra off me. Uh, and like the way they like, they like, they're like, God damn it, I can't wait to get this fucking skin off my legs. And it's like, ah, oh, there we go. Get the get the air it all out. And it's all furry and shit. Probably smells a little. Uh, cause you know, like like I grass isn't growing on a busy street. So you know these werewolves aren't getting laid. They're just eating everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, it must be, it must have felt great because they were just like, oh god, oh. where was I? And just like, Argh. you're so in touch with your feminine side. I love it, and I feel it really is good representation. For Can I say, hey, am I right? The whole like coming home, taking the bra off. It's like, oh, these shackles. <sighs> I don't mind my bra. I still have my bra. I don't know why everyone's like, Shame. oh, I got, I can't wear my bra. Like, I like my bra. That's yeah. good. Wear your fucking bras. <laughs> I took one off. We know. Um, Okay, so I always enjoy, I always go back to the transformation scene from American Werewolf in London, simply because I think that the pacing of it is so great. When you watch that scene, you can see all of the hairs coming out. You can see the fingers stretching. You can see Mm. the snout coming out. Mm-hmm. And there's a really great show here in Orlando at Universal Studios. They do the horror movie makeup show where they actually have the um, the prosthetic robot thing from American Werewolf in London, and they bring it out on stage and they show you how it works. And it's really cool. And like really? how the snap comes out. Yes, of course. Oh my god, that's why. so cool. I that know. Cool. Yeah, which is why, which is why Universal Orlando will always be better than Universal Hollywood. I'm just saying. Anyways, so continuing on, um, but for this scene to have women, my other favorite werewolf transformation scene, which isn't really, a, it's not a movie, it's a cartoon, but it's um, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. I fucking love when they turn into, I guess the they're not cats. werewolves, they're cats. Yeah, yeah they're cats. One of my favorite, honestly, like watching that growing up is probably why I love horror so much because that just shows you how fun horror can be, you know, because yeah. as a kid, you're like, you're trained to like, think that Jason and Freddie and all of these things are like inherently like very scary and they're haunting. Like we don't know, but we don't know as kids watching. Well, Mike is much older, but when Mikey and I were kids, we didn't know 42. that those things Ooh. were, <laughs> we, you're not 42. We didn't 52. know that. The, okay. That sounds better. We didn't exactly. know that. We didn't know that these things were supposed to be funny, right? Like, we didn't know we should not yeah. take them seriously. So, like, Michael and everybody was scary back then. But when, you know, watching stuff like Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island, like, they kind of, like, initiated you into more horror because yeah, whatever. And watching those transformation scenes, to me, especially with body horror, I think body horror is probably the most horrific trope of horror, in my, in my opinion. I'm a yeah. big Cronenberg fan, so I'm with you on that, Aid gross well to bring things to a close i just wanted to talk about some controversial points here so not that i give any credit to rotten tomatoes but on rotten tomatoes (laughs) it's very interesting that the critic review of this film is 81 percent, which is fine that doesn't surprise me i think it actually is pretty on par that's fair the weird thing is that audience review is 71 don't you think it'd be higher yeah well I know, but you're dealing like who even do you rate anything around tomatoes? No. So then I feel like it's not. I I always feel like those things are just like people. For example, that one movie that you maybe watch, Mikey, that stupid ass shark movie, or no, the what was it, the alligator movie that you maybe watch? Now I can't remember what it was. Anyways, doesn't matter. There the- was. The one that Jake made you watch, the shark was encounters of the third kind or whatever? Yeah, I had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my God. Rotten Tomatoes isn't legit, but I do feel like it holds some gravity whenever it is a more popular movie where legit people actually review it. If it's like an independent film that has 100%, it's usually because one or two people from the production that rated it themselves. What would you give it, Aid? No, I would give this one a 10 out of 10. That's probably one of my oh. favorite anthologies. Oh my. It really is. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's great. It for being 2007, there could have been a lot of. I think they might say the f bomb once or twice, maybe, but they could be a lot. So of, did I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? <laughs> yeah, that's a ten out of ten. Also, anyways, 
Yeah, but the fact that it's 2007, it doesn't feel like it. And yeah. and you know what I mean? Because if you go back and watch Hostel or some other film, and I love Hostel. I, I do. I love Hostel. But I, if you go back and watch movies from that time, they're very indicative of how our culture was at the same time. And I Macho, think, macho man. Yeah, and this film doesn't, this film doesn't, like, what's the word? I figured what I'm looking for, but it doesn't it's, really. It's timeless. Yeah, I suppose it's timeless. Like yeah, it's not it's not influenced by the time period that it was made. Exactly. It it is what it is and it's perfect. Like you can watch it now, you can watch it 20 years from now, you could have watched it 20 years ago, which is yeah. probably almost the time that it came out. Oh, that's great. Yay. And Go also talks. there's there's one, you know, Micah touched on it earlier, but um people are like, Oh, I'm getting into horror. What do you recommend? But also I'm not going to officially recommend this for children, but this movie isn't really that bad for an older child to watch. No. Um, the only thing is there's like boobs, but like, eh, you know, if you're showing a kid getting stabbed, there's nothing if, wrong with boobs. If a kid has a cell phone, I mean, and they could watch this. Fucking we movie. all saw t- we all saw Titanic in the theaters. Mm-hmm. So don't yep. even go there. Bingo, yeah. bingo. Yeah. We all saw Leonardo DiCaprio's breasts in that movie. Um, <laughs> And and, then, and my mom took us to see Hollow Man, but she did cover my brother's eyes up when he was. Oh, and there's the rape chick. in that movie. Oh, I yeah. Kevin Bacon's imaginary penis. Um, that was his penis. That when was, he was, it was shaking his, on the bed. Thing, yeah, I saw. Lingin, lingin. I saw his penis. Yeah. We all saw it. Yeah, when he got covered in that whatever the fuck Josh Brolin hit him with. I could talk about Kevin Bacon's dick all day. But I instead, love Kevin Bacon. Everybody loves Kevin Bacon. Uh, Kevin but, Bacon was Hugh Jackman before I found Hugh Jackman. I've been but saying I, that I would for still years, take Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this, uh, Aid, I agree with you 100%. I know you do the 10 out of 10. Oh, damn, that's scary. We do five out of five scaries. I give this movie five out of five scaries. You got yourself a decent amount of gore. You got a good fucking story. Michael Doherty, man's game is fuck. Just killing it with his debut movie. You got the iconic character, Sam. So iconic that I have a fucking tattoo of it. Aid, uh, you got a fucking... Uh, uh, a I do, tattoo? I have a sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's show him. Let's show him. Uh, do right I have a, should I show it? I can't okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll show mine. I'll show. Hey, you, you show me mine. I'll show you yours. It's yeah, on the that. back. It's it's uh, it's uh yeah, it's on the back side. It's a uh, little sharp sucker. Mm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you have you have great fucking kills, great story, great fucking characters. I, I think the theme of the movie is is that it is absolutely fucking timeless, based on the score and shit like that. I'm not saying something along the lines of a creep show isn't timeless, but creep show looks like a movie that's from the '80s. Trick or treat, the way it looks, sounds, feels, everything. The movie is fucking timeless. It's absolutely fucking perfect. You got the right amount of humor. You got the right amount of horror. You got the right amount of gore. And by God, we got ourselves a decent chunk of tittery. Uh, You got big name actors. You got no name actors. It's just all around literally the perfect fucking movie. And with the the short-ass runtime it has, it's perfect. Keeps my attention. That's why I'm kind of worried about the new Terrifier movie because it's two and a half fucking hours. Uh, but like this, this movie is goddamn perfect. Yeah. What do you think? I have to agree. Uh, I was debating between nine out, nine out of ten or ten out of ten, but I think because of its forgiving time runtime, it it gets a ten. Micah, what? You just sniffed yourself on I did public access television. I'm a man. Did everything smell okay down there? Yeah, it's not bad. Okay, perfect. Okay. Anyways. But anyways, no, Mikey, so you said 10 out of 10 as well? Yeah, 10 out of 10, especially because of the, the runtime. So it's agreed. All the slashers love it. Bingo, bango. Mikey, would you show this to Olivia? Uh, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to say as a, as a parent, I would just like to say as a parent, I forgot that in the very beginning, <laughs> the husband puts on a porn and there's a split second of a girl bouncing up and down. That's about it. Oh, yeah, that's it, though. It's yeah, nothing. That's it's it. Nothing. And I'm like, yeah. why am I not going to let, like, why am I going to be obsessed about Olivia not watching boobs? Like, she's a woman. She's going to be a woman. Like, as long as, my thing is, as long as it's not like in a sexual situation, I'm cool. Yeah. I mean, she was bouncing around. So. Yeah. Well, not that first. Well, part, you know what? Right. No, my bopping. thing is, it's like if you don't sexualize it, then it shouldn't be a problem, and that's the problem. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, and I and like I even like I look back at my mom like covering my brother's eyes. I'm like, 
don't sexualize it for him. Like he doesn't know the fuck yeah. he's looking at. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like natural. Yep. It is natural. Like men Let have the boys too. Let the boy learn the way I learn. Oh my goodness. Hey, All well, right. On that note, I would oh, just thank like God to, uh, to say, <laughs> um, Adrian, where can people get shirts, cups, mugs, whatever? They can get them at slasherspod.redbubble.com. And there's a million different designs. And we are we are really striving for the remnants of lovemaking by J- J- by Jason. <laughs> so we really need to get this shirt to happen. So if you guys want this to happen, please email Jake at slasherspod at gmail.com along with a picture of your dick and tell Jake that we need to have the remnants of our lovemaking t-shirt to well, come to ma'am, fruition. I'm... Oh my goodness. Micah, put it away, please. And I had the hat on it. Uh, well, sorry to disappoint the audience again, but the show is coming to an end. And if you want to support us monetarily, feel free to find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash slashers pod and throw us a bone. You'll get exclusive videos every month and access to our discord where you can chat with all of us except for micah because we don't want to get kicked off of discord no um, and micah doesn't know how to use discord let's just i don't honest. have a fucking clue yeah he I, doesn't, doesn't even know what, he doesn't know what that aid, is aid was scaring me she's like oh we got a skype do you know skype and i was like oh sure is it you porn maybe i don't oh, know oh my goodness uh Anyways, uh, you can also catch more of Micah and his uh, illustrious co-host Greg on Damn That's Scary, available wherever you listen to podcasts, except for um, Pocket Cast for some reason. That's no, no, no we don't do that. We're we're too big league for that shit. Of course, no. um, they don't know how to upload it to Anchor. Not so a clue. Not, not a problem. <laughs> not Anyways, a clue. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Happy October. Get ready for more spookiness. Goodbye and goodbye. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Your base is your foster son named John Connor? No, why? Just ask. Is that like an exterminator reference? Did you say exterminator? Uh, whatever it's called. I've never seen it. Actually, I kind of saw it because we had a Slashers uh, podcast movie watch party, but we didn't really watch it. We were just talking the whole time. So Wait, you've never seen Terminator? No. Or Terminator 2? And you're like a, a an adult? Yes, I'm an adult, but I'm a horror fan, so why would I watch that? Because the um, first Terminator is horror. No, no, it's not. It it's is. No, my God, it's not. The first Terminator is totally horror. Hey. hey.